And good afternoon. This is attorney Carrie Meldon with Meldon Law. And you are watching and or listening Meldon Law and Friends. This is our weekly podcast. We've been doing this uh, pretty much since uh, COVID shut down our society. And, and guess what? It's been fantastic. We've had some incredible guests. Uh, we have some more incredible guests today, which we'll talk about uh, in a few seconds. But uh, I want to talk uh, a little bit about our Facebook giveaways, as we always do. This week, we've got some really, really great Facebook giveaways. We've got a softball game. We're giving away four softball game tickets. Two, I think it was two seats to each softball game. So it's really important that you go to our Facebook page if you want to enter. And then the biggie is that we've got, uh, we're giving away tickets to the Tennessee game, which is three games at home. And Tennessee is number one in the nation. So it's going to be a huge uh, weekend for the baseball and softball teams here at UF. We also give away free uh, gift certificates to restaurants here in Gainesville. So it's always worth uh, going to the Facebook page. You can apply apply for as many contests as you want. Uh, and if you win, we'll, we'll contact you and we'll make sure that you've got tickets to the game and you're ready to go. So uh, once again, the Meldon Law Facebook page, just go and look it up on Facebook and you'll see how to enter into our contest. So without further ado, let's introduce our first guest for this week's show. We've got the illustrious and a uh, friend of mine, a good friend of mine, uh, Mr. John Waldrop. Uh, John, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Carrie, for having me. Oh, we're absolutely pleased to have you here. Uh, John uh, is uh, a leader, and uh, actually, uh, I wanted to congratulate you uh, for your recent promotion to be general uh, manager of Comfort Temp. Yes, sir. Thank you've, you very much. You've risen in the company very quickly, and uh, I can tell you from getting to know you that I can see why uh, Eric Worthman and the, and the whole crew over there trust you and, and has, put in, has put you in this position. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely an honor um, for Eric and Christine to give me the opportunity to run Comfort Tent for them. So tell me a little bit about, let's, well, let's tell the viewers, first of all, what is Comfort Tent? Comfort Tent, um, we specialize in commercial and residential heating and air. So uh, you're an, first of all, I, I was looking at your bio, and I always see the, the letters HVAC, HVAC. Can you tell the, the uh, listeners out there what that means? Because we always see those, uh, those letters, we, right. and it's, no one really knows. It's heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. So V is for ventilation. That's yes, what, Okay, so there you go. Yes, you just learned something if you're watching our show. Most of you may know that, but I did not know that. So HVAC is heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. Uh, John, how did you first get into um, to, uh, doing heating, ventilation, and air conditioning? So when I got out of high school, I wanted to be a police officer. Um, and at that time, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of money to be made. So I started dabbling in, you know, working on refrigerators, air conditioners, water heaters, and went and worked at an apartment complex for a little bit. And then I decided, you know, I want to make some more money. So I got into air conditioning and been doing it for probably over 30 years now. Wow. So, so how, how long have you been with Comfort Temp? So I've been with Comfort Temp a little over three years. Great. And so did you, were you living in Gainesville at the time you moved to Comfort Temp? Um, well, I live in Chiefland right now. So, and that's where I've been living for the last 21 years. And we'll talk, I want to talk a little bit about some of your uh, other businesses in Chiefland in a few minutes. I know you and your wife have some really cool stuff going on and she's, she's a very um, proficient herself and has a lot of things moving. Mm -hmm. So you guys are are busy folks. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, first of all, uh, commercial and residential uh, air conditioning in Florida, obviously is a must. Yes. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> we we couldn't survive. In fact, the population since AC uh, was invented in Florida has just, you know, I think it might be one of the fastest growing populations. I don't know if you ever if you ever studied the uh, population growth of Florida after the advent of AC, but uh, <laughs> I remember my father telling me that in the 50s and 40s, um, you know, coming down to Miami was only during the winter, and that right. no one in their right mind would come and vacation in Florida during the summer. Uh, now I think it's more of a, a year-round type destination area. Yeah, yeah I would say, um, especially in Chiefland, we see a lot of people from up north 
coming to Chiefland due to our springs. Mm -hmm. And um, so our population probably doubles <laughs> during the um, summertime. <laughs> and uh, what, what drew you to work with Comfort Temp about three years ago? What, what was uh, the special uh, thing about Comfort Temp that you wanted to work there? What I tell everybody is kind of funny. Um, I work for a lot of big corporations um, in the HVAC business, mm -hmm. business and um, Eric Worthman has always been my competition. Mm -hmm. So I tell people, if you can't beat them, you might as well join them. <laughs> um, so um, I was um, a little tired of where I was working, so I made a phone call to Eric mm -hmm. uh, from our phone conversation to me signing the papers to come work for Comfort Tent was probably 30 minutes. Wow. Well, you know, I, I can tell you Comfort Temp is absolutely killing it in Florida. I mean, I, I think you guys are, are doing an incredible job. I see you guys everywhere. Uh, in fact, our office had a new AC uh, installed last week, and they got it done like in six hours. It was cr incredible. It, not only was it um, incredible service, they cleaned up, everything looked great, and uh, we had our AC kicking before the end of the day, which we were, everybody in the office was shocked because usually it, our previous um, AC uh, company, which I won't name, uh, mm -hmm. it would take like three or four weeks to get anything scheduled. So wow. the fact that you guys were able to get it up and down within a week, uh, to me, was just uh, incredible customer service. So that's that's a, a true a true uh, anecdote from from my perspective. Yeah, it's. You know, I really have to say, uh, with any business, it's really about the culture. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you want people happy to come to work. You want them happy to do what they do. Um, you don't need to micromanage them. Um, just let them do what, what they're trained to do, what, what you pay them to do. And, you know, I have seen a huge difference in the last two and a half years mm -hmm. with our techs. And, you know, we, we're probably four times bigger than we were when I started um, as far as comfort temp side. Now, you started as a technician, and now you're in management. Can you explain some of the, the you know, um, advantages and disadvantages of where you are now? Obviously, there's a lot more responsibility. Right. Um, as a technician, you basically, you're running your own business. Um, you find your own self-work. You, you do the work. Um, but once you step up in the management, you have... 10, 12, 15, 50, depending on how many guys you got working for you, mm -hmm. their lives are, you know, up to you to make sure they have work. Um, so it's really, you never stop working. You know, mm -hmm. any building you go into, anybody you talk to, you know, in the back of your mind, you know, it's always a business opportunity. Um, so me personally, I don't sleep a whole lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, things are going through my head nonstop. And then, you know, with all the other activities we got with the kids and the other business and all. Sure, sure. Yeah, I always wondered about that. If your AC breaks down at, at 3 a.m. and, and uh, someone calls the answering service, how does that work? Do you guys just try to get back as, as soon as you can? If it's a business, um, we normally go right away because if any business is calling us at 3 a.m., it's an emergency. Mm -hmm. um, freezers, um, yeah. coolers, um, any kind of equipment cooling, because that's really what we focus a lot on on the mm -hmm. commercial side. So we do a lot of equipment cooling. It's not only comfort cooling, it's equipment cooling. Yeah. IT rooms, MRI um, chillers hospitals, things like that. I know we're, we're sitting here at Spurrier's, as you can see all the helmets here. <laughs> I remember I took the tour here. I don't know if you've had the tour yet of the yes, kitchen sir. here. Are, are you, you guys probably service it. I'm we do. Just, okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and it's an incredible kitchen. It's got two stories. It's, they've got a bunch of uh, freezers. I'm not freezers, mm -hmm. coolers, but I don't know if they have many freezers. It's mostly yeah. cooling uh, equipment, correct? Yes, with... Um, Restaurants like Spurs and all, I do believe a lot of their food is fresh. It's not yeah, frozen. It is. But, you know, we do work on um, restaurants that, you know, have big freezers. Um, so, and then we also do a lot of medical freezers. We do stuff for UF and mm -hmm. um, other. And they can't stuff. be down. Whether no. Obviously, that's super yeah. huge. UF is a, a huge yeah. account. And, uh, you know, all that, and you probably, you know, can't be down for more than an hour with some of the medi medications and other stuff okay. that they have that is being uh, refrigerated and or stored in a cooler. Very true. I remember back when I was a service tech, I got a call um, to a jail in the evidence room. The freezer went down. Well, had a bunch of DNA 
mm-hmm. stuff in there that were, you know, evidence from um, crimes. And yeah. so you had to get it back up and going. There wasn't, um, let's wait till tomorrow. Let's, Absolutely. you know, let's order a part. You had to get it up and going right then. So obviously that's a challenge. What are some yeah. other challenges that you have to face, you know, being uh, uh, now the general manager of uh, Comfort Temp, you know, having all these other people that rely on you for mm-hmm. direction? What are some of the, the major challenges that you're facing? I think the biggest challenge right now is getting everything done. I have to get done in a day, mm-hmm. uh, which my office has always been a revolving door. You know, anybody always open door policy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just opened a lot more now. <laughs> Interesting. You know, that's, uh, there was a, a famous um, author named Cy Wakeman who wrote a book called No Ego. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, as in your industries, I'm sure just like my industry, there's some big egos, right? People know it alls and, <laughs> you know, and you got to manage egos. And, and one of the things that she said is that she actually doesn't have a open door policy, hmm. which you would think would, uh-huh. it would be a good leadership principle. But apparently what she tells her employees is that they, if they have an issue, they have to come up with three solutions. And then when they come to her door, the, she gets to pick what the best solution is out of the three, wow. if if that's if they're all three viable solutions. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to do that. Maybe that maybe it's something that you can employ because mm-hmm. I I know how it is to have people in and in in, in and out of your uh, door all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like your day goes by, and the next thing you know is I got to get all this done. Right, and it becomes uh, a little bit overwhelming. I mean, especially with comfort temp because you guys service like pretty much all of North Central Florida, correct? Yes, sir. We have our corporate is in Gainesville, and then we have an office in Jacksonville, Orlando, and Tampa. That's crazy. Yes, sir. That's crazy. I mean, that's, that's so many. So that, that's, and that's both commercial and residential. Yes, sir, and the CT mechanical side. What's the split approximately of between the commercial and the residential uh, in terms of comfort temps type of you know business? Uh, it used to probably be... 90% residential and 10% commercial. Mm-hmm. Now it's probably pretty much 50 50, wow. if not more on the commercial side. And that's your expertise is the commercial. Yes, sir. And that's, that's, a, so you've really grown Comfort Temps business since you started in the last three years. Yes, sir. Quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, that's quite a bit. That's Gro- we quite went, a feather in your cap. Yes, sir. We went from three service technicians for commercial and I have, what is it, 12 or 15 now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, um, before we go to break, uh, the, re- the way I met John was through a leadership course that we took together, the Dale Carnegie course. Yes, There's another one that's starting on May 3rd. So we want anybody out there who wants to better themselves because it's a challenging course. It's not always comfortable, but uh, what you learn is basically uh, skills on how to interact with individuals which in today's world is more important than ever because there's so much uh, pushback on people and yes. people are angry than they've, they've ever been. You see that? I don't know if you see yes. that in the field. So, uh, I mean, what was your experience with Dale Carnegie when you went through it, John? So I had an open mind when I went into it because mm-hmm. I didn't know anything what it was about, um, but it was absolutely awesome. Um, you know, I'm thinking, how am I going to put, you know, three and a half, four hours of a day into doing this at night um but you want it to go each week each week you want it to go to find out more of how you can improve um, in your career and in your life um, period um i recommend this course to anybody it's it's totally awesome yeah i mean we we have our employees that want to go we we tell them we will pay for them to go because we think it's that important i went to the first class eric worthman was in my class I know he knows the, it's important. That's why he supports the leaders in his company, such as yourself, to go to this class. Because I feel like there's lessons, even though it's written, it was written 100 years ago, this, this book, the lessons are still ring true. And, and you really have to push yourself every week. There's, you just can't go there and just kind of snooze through it, can you? You can't wing it. There's no winging it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no winging it. But no. their class was really special. They had a really great connection with one another, and I know that they, they stay in touch. And yes. there was some incredible people in, in the class from different cultures and you know, different ages. It was just like a, a great melting pot. Yeah, it definitely was. Jose and I have met up um, mm-hmm. for lunch. And That's awesome. He's come and sat in my office a few times. So, yeah, it's, it's been, a, been a great ride. Well, that's amazing. Well, we're going to go to our break, then we're going to have our uh, second 50-minute segment. We're going to get into some really cool stuff and ask John some questions about 
the escape room. So we'll be back in a few minutes. We are here at the University of Florida where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator penalty shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster. Luckily, Mountain Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry because Mountain Law is going to help you with your recovery. Mountain Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal. We still hear it. The sound of victory. The joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. And we are back here at Melden Law and Friends. We're here with our good friend, John Waldrop. Uh, John, uh, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you. And we got 15 more minutes, but we got some really cool stuff to cover. So as we talked about before, John's a leader and uh, recently was promoted to general manager at Comfort Temp, which is one of the largest, if not the largest, um, HVAC company in North Central Florida, spanning from Jacksonville all the way down to Tampa. If you have any residential or commercial needs, uh, John, how do uh, the folks out there get in touch with you? You can email us or give us a call. Um, we're on the website. Um, we have our own website, comforttemp.com. Um, look us up. I mean, we're everywhere. So uh, it's, you can't miss them, but they do great. They do great work. I can tell you from personal experience, uh, and you can't go wrong with Comfort Temp. Uh, but now I want to switch over to you know something a little bit um, off offbeat, uh, so to speak. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if those listeners or watch, uh, viewers out there have ever heard of escape rooms before, but John, why don't we uh, kind of tell them a little bit about what an escape room is? So an escape room is, we call it an escape room game. You have a theme. Um, as you go into the room, you have clues. And what your goal is, is to get out before your time runs out, which is normally an hour. Um, so there's all different kinds of rooms and puzzles and um math and the it's just hidden stuff it's just it's really awesome to do so tell me a little bit about your involvement with escape rooms so we own one we own one in chiefland um escape room chiefland um my wife had started it um i'm just a builder i'm not the brain, <laughs> brains behind it um my wife does every single clue um every single puzzle we do everything in house we do not buy any clues or anything wow. like that so and then I build anything she tells me to build. And people travel from all over the state to come to the, your escape room. Yes, sir. So how are the if the people out there want to go check out your escape room in Chiefland, how would they do so? So you can go book it online at um, escaperoomchiefland.com um, or give us a call. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know that number, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but they can go call it. <laughs> but you can you could probably Google Chiefland Escape Room and yes. figure out. The, I mean, that's what everyone yeah. does any any anyway. So yeah, yeah, if you do escape rooms, you're you're gonna you're gonna find escape rooms and you're gonna go do them. We, my wife and I, and kids, we travel all over doing them ourselves. That's awesome. And you were talking about doing some uh, competition escape rooms. I don't know if you uh, if the yeah. people have heard about that, but basically, from what you were telling me, it's mm -hmm. a, it's their identical escape rooms. Yes, sir. And you put different groups in both of the rooms right. and they race to see who can get out escape first. Right. That is correct. And yes. that's, so that's really fun like that. Yeah. So how many people can be in each room? What's the limit? And like, how do they, you know, what's the usual time uh, that each escape room is, or is it different? Are they all the same? So normally it's an, uh, we have a one hour time limit. We have rooms that'll take 12 to 14 people mm -hmm. um, all the way down to two or four people. Um, we have, husband wives that like to come in and do it just by themselves and that's what they do mm -hmm. um but our biggest room um holds 12 to 14 we do a lot of stuff for youth groups mm -hmm. um especially during the summer we're pretty much every day we're doing um, big youth groups 20 30 40 people that's incredible yeah. and and unlike the uh, chains you guys actually switch up your escape rooms right yes or being in a small town you have to switch your rooms up um mm -hmm. 
to keep the flow coming, you know, from Gainesville, um, you know, the surrounding areas. Uh, we get a lot of business from Orlando, so you have to change them. That's cool. Yeah. What a, it's a very creative um, type of, uh, like, occupation. I mean, I've been to an escape room before over in Fort Lauderdale. They had one by the beach, and I remember it just being so intricate and, like, finding the uh, the clues and having to, like, really think about mm-hmm what the next step was and you heard the voices being pi- piped in the, uh, in the room. And is that, I'm assuming it's the same thing over in Chiefland. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to have a good group you go with. Like my, my wife is great on figuring out clues. We mm-hmm. have another one of our partners, um, Scott DeBerry. He's great at all the puzzles. Me, I'm great at finding hidden spots, uh, <laughs> mechanics. And then my kids are uh, my son and daughter. They're just great at, you know, all of it, you know, they're, it's fun. That's, that sounds great. So, you know, if you're ever in Chiefland or if you want to go over there, what's, is it better for them to call, go online? What's the easiest it's way? It's better to book online. Okay. So you can yep. book it online, make sure you reserve it. And yes. uh, how many, I mean, how much time should people set aside to do an escape room? You think? So normally an hour, unless you, you know, when we travel somewhere, you know, Savannah or yeah. where Vodasta, we book, we book every room. Yeah, and we do them all. So you can do whatever you want if you yeah. want. If you only have a uh, you know time to watch yeah. a movie instead of going to see a movie, go to an escape room. It's kind of a your own entertainment. You're you're the exactly. stars of the show. Exactly. <laughs> all right. And then while you're sitting in the lobby, you can play pool. I got a nice pool table in there. And, That's great. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check it out. <laughs> we may have to get our team out there because we got some smarty pants in our office. <laughs> I want to see who's gonna win, especially with the competition room. And you also do some team building exercises. You were saying with escape boxes, which I'd never heard of. Yes, uh, what what are escape boxes? So we built these boxes, and each one is a different. Um, a different theme mm-hmm. or we can do them all in a theme. So we're doing one for a hospital this Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking 10 boxes out there. They have 50 of their team members. So it's definitely a team building exercise and see how great they work together. Um, so each team will get to do each individual box. So we'll have five um, people, 10 groups and they'll start off and then as they're finished we'll reset they'll go to the next box that's awesome that's awesome and so it sounds like you guys do a lot of really cool stuff and this Mm -hmm. is just uh like a second occupation for you and your wife i know you guys are super busy and you have a family so i don't know what you're doing john i don't know how (laughs) how you uh survive but i guess you like you say you don't sleep very much yeah that's what I say. You got you gotta um, you gotta continue moving, or you'll get old quick. <laughs> right. What do they say? A rolling stone gathers no moss. Right. That's right. That's uh, that's, yes. that's that's the Meldon uh, motto because my father doesn't <laughs> stop either. So um, you know, obviously the uh, escape room is uh, takes up a lot of your time. What are some of the other stuff that you and your wife enjoy doing uh, up here in North Central Florida? So we love to go kayak fishing. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of fishing out there. Saltwater or, or saltwater? Definitely saltwater. Mm-hmm. Um, How far is Chiefland, like from uh, Cedar Key, and or is it, is it Crystal Key, River, or what's closest? Yes, sir. We go to Inglis a lot, which okay. is probably forty-five minutes from the house. Gotcha. Um, um, Cedar Key is probably thirty minutes from our house. That's great. So, so you have access to you know all of the um, the the beautiful fishing and everything yes. that goes on Horseshoe Beach up to Cedar Key down to Crystal River. All the those spots are uh, you know excellent excellent fishing. Although I'll tell you. People are moving into Florida like droves. It's, it mm-hmm. must be crazy uh, out where you are and all that area yeah. of Florida. Yeah, it's just it's crazy because six years ago when we bought our kayaks, there's hardly any kayaks out there. Mm-hmm. Now you go out there and, I mean, it's a group. <laughs> um, you see them everywhere. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, look, at the end of the day, uh, it's good for business, and we just, we're just we going to deal with it. And, uh, you know, it, North Florida – I, I was uh, opened an office in South Florida. I was in Fort Lauderdale for four years. I moved back mm. last fall, and it was crazy, but there's only so much land down there. I don't know right. what they're going to do. It's going to be like New York City where everyone's living on top of each other like rats. Uh, but yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think North Florida is always the gem of Florida because you it get is. the great weather, but you also get you know a little bit more of the, um, the hospitality and right. people look you in the eye. I remember uh, going down to South Florida and I'd walk by people on the sidewalk. I'd say hello and look at them and they would look down at the ground like I was like insulting them. And I, I, it was a little bit off, like I was like put off my game because I was, wasn't sure what that was. And then finally I learned it's just the way that they've always 
um, operated, you know, right. in, in the North. It's like, uh, if you look at somebody, then it's a threat. It's kind of a threat. <laughs> so you can't do that. But uh, we'll keep doing it up here in North Florida. Uh, we've got a few more minutes. Um, once again, I, uh, one of the things that I want to talk to you about before we go off is, uh, and we were talking about it before the show, is how the importance of maintenance uh, and comfort temp, you know, making sure that uh, you, if you can, that you get a maintenance plan, whether you're in commercial or residential. So talk a little yes. bit about that, the maintenance plans and what, what that means and how to do it. Okay, so reason why maintenance plans are really important, especially in the residential um, application, is a lot of times the text can catch something before it fails. Mm -hmm. um, if you hate, especially, you know, everybody says their units fell in the summers because the heat, you didn't get them checked out. Um, filters are very important. Um, you're choking your system down. Um, if you're low on refrigerant, uh, you can freeze the compressor up. Mm -hmm. Multiple times of freezing the compressor up damages the compressors. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just going to help the lifespan of that unit. Um, there is a chart out there that tells you with proper maintenance how long your unit should last. It's called an ASHRAE life cycle. Um, so even on commercial, there's an ASHRAE life cycle on each piece of equipment um, where it says it should last 10 years, and a lot of people are seeing units fail between four and five years um, because they're not doing the proper maintenance, cleaning the coils, mm -hmm. cleaning the filters, um, changing the belts, changing contactors, different things like that. And it's really not that expensive versus a repair. Right. I mean, and that's what's been happening with that, the health insurance, uh, health field, for example. Yeah. They're trying to promote people going in and getting their blood work done every six months, right. every 12 months. Why wouldn't you do the same with an air conditioning uh, unit, which obviously you depend on? Because if you don't have AC in Florida in the summer, you're going to be a hate in life. It's going to really you know, cause you to be uncomfortable. Yeah. If, you can't get it, if you can't get it fixed uh, in a couple of days, you're, you're going to go to a hotel probably. Exactly right. You don't change your oil in the car ever. It's going to die. It's going to die. So if you don't do the maintenance on a car, it's, it's going to eventually die before it should. So how do you do that? If, if, I'm, a, um, if I'm a resident or if I'm a business owner, do I just call up Comfort Temp and say, look, I, I want to be put on a scheduled maintenance plan, or how does that work? Yes, sir. You can um, call us, um, get you over to Wendy. She'll explain everything about the, the maintenance plan. You have different options. Mm -hmm. um, you have different pay. Um, you could pay monthly or you could pay it all up at once. Um, and it's really inexpensive. Great. No. So it's like, it's like insurance. You got to exactly. buy a little bit just to uh, protect yourself. Exactly. Well, that sounds like gr uh, a great idea. I can tell you, uh, especially on some of these, uh, difficult units where they're on top of, uh, condos or apartment, yeah. you know, uh, places, high, places that are hard to get to. Um, you really want to make sure you, you increase the longevity of your, system as long as you can yes because it's very expensive to get a crane and replace a, yeah. an ac unit on top of a four-story condo yeah especially with commercial equipment um yeah. you have to have maintenance done on those yeah. well, i mean we're on a site right now that you know they got a hundred hundred and fifty thousand dollar piece of machine that's never been maintenance wow yes <laughs> so. well there you go it's, it's very expensive i'm sure to yeah. get fixed John, you've been an absolute uh, gem of a guest. We have to have you back on the show. Thank you. I know you're busy. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Uh, is Karen. there anything you want to say before we uh, we go to our first break? Thank you all for um, hanging out with us. Thank you, Carrie. <laughs> all right, John. Well, we'll uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. And John, I hope to see you at uh, one of the games, uh, Gator games soon. You will. I'll be there. I think the seventh and the seventeenth, or the eleventh and seventeenth one. We'll I'll be at both of those games. We'll see you there. Then. Yes, sir. All right, man. Until next Karen. time. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. Albert, Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident?
When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Melden Law, we won't back down. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. Which is why Melden Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident. But if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight. And neither do we. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. Look, look what you have done to my truck. Excuse me, it's your fault, it's not my fault. Jesse, it is your no, fault. Not, not, I am not. calling Jeffrey Meldon from Meldon Law. So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband. Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! This oh, person no, here, wait, this person lady, he might... New client? Yes, but this one might be a little tricky. We still hear it. The sound of victory. The joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. We are here at the University of Florida, where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator Penalty Shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster. Luckily, Mountain Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry, because Mountain Law is going to help you with your recovery. Mountain Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal. I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV. And guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. And we are back here at Meldon Law and Friends. This is attorney... Carrie Meldon, uh, owner and partner of Meldon Law. I'm subbing in for my venerable father, Jeffrey Meldon, who is in Italy as we speak. So he is getting a much well-deserved uh, vacation. He was in Portugal last week and is in Italy this week. And he's with his uh, wife, Patricia, and Patricia's two kids. And uh, they're going. they're having a great time, and he'll be back next week. So uh, looking forward to having Dad back, but uh, we're rocking and rolling as yeah. always here in the uh, studios. We just got done with uh, John Waltrip, and uh, we have another Comfort Temp uh, <laughs> employee that we're going to be talking about who has who does a lot more than just Comfort Temp. It's going to be very interesting. But before we get into that, uh, I want to once again implore all of the listeners and viewers out there to go to our Facebook Melden Law page and enter into our free giveaways for the softball and baseball tickets this weekend, we are playing the number one team in the nation, Tennessee, in a three-game series. Uh, here in Gainesville. Exactly, here in Gainesville. But it's a really big series. The Gators need to start to yeah. win these series to be able to, to make it. We got to start making statements. So this is a statement uh, weekend, and the softball team as well. We want you know they've they're going to have uh, some challenges this weekend. They're playing, I think, USF tonight or tomorrow and then they okay. have a three game series this weekend so if you want to um, go to the game not only do we give away free tickets we also give away free gift certificates for dinner you just go to the Melden Law Facebook page and uh, follow the instructions on how to enter you can enter as many times as you want for as many events as you want so we want to implore everyone out there to please enter uh, we uh, one of the beautiful things about being a official partner of the Florida Gators is that we're able to give away these cool things to the people in the community. And so we're blessed uh, to have that 
uh, platform. So without further ado, once again, uh, we have our second guest, also from Comfort Temp, works at Comfort Temp, yep. uh, Mr. Taylor Wright. Uh, Mr. Wright, thank you uh, for attending our program today. Thanks for having me, man. It's a be- beautiful place. It is a beautiful place. We're in Spurrier's Gridiron Grill for those people out there. As you can see, the helmets and uh, Steve Spurrier's famous kick when he won the year he won the Heisman Trophy. This is a, a really cool place. It's kind of a museum slash restaurant. Yeah. So, uh, and the food is excellent. In fact, they've got a huge event going on outside uh, and uh, we're going to hopefully get some people to start mixing around. I always like to hopefully. see the action, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but um, we were just talking with John Waldrop. John's with Comfort Temp. Uh, he just got recently promoted to GM. Yep. And I've known uh, John through our leadership um, classes at Dale Carnegie. Yeah. Excellent guy, down to earth, uh, natural leader. People gravitate to him. And, you know, what he's been, him and Eric Worthman, who I went to class with, I was in the inaugural class with Eric, as long, along with some other uh, leaders, have, have just really um, taken Comfort Temp to the next level. And you're part of that team as well. So why don't we tell the listeners a little bit about, you know, what do you do with Comfort Temp, Taylor? So I'm uh, strictly on the commercial side. So I do commercial um, contracts mm-hmm. and commercial equipment sales. Um, I help out in the Jacksonville uh, market as well as Orlando, Tampa, Gainesville, and everywhere in between. So I handle all of our commercial service agreements for restaurants, facilities, doctor's offices, hospitals, and I go in and do all the site walkthroughs, mm-hmm. uh, cataloging all the equipment, and then kind of putting together these uh, service contracts mm-hmm. and helping the uh, people understand what it is that they have on site and what they need to be doing to properly maintain that equipment. So that was one of the things that we kind of addressed with John at the end of uh, the last segment was how important maintenance is that, you know, a lot of times you buy the equipment and you just, you, you expect to use it till it just goes, you know, till it dies. But if you maintain the equipment the correct way, the lifespan of that equipment can actually be stretched and save you money. A lot. Yeah. And you can also keep the efficiency of that equipment up. People don't realize that unattended to equipment will actually drop drastically in efficiency over time. So if you're worried about your energy bills, like a mm-hmm. lot of people here in the Gainesville market are, if you're not properly maintaining your equipment, it's dropping in its efficiency every single day that you're not maintaining it. It's funny that you say that. So I was in the Dale Carnegie class with Eric Worthman, who's the owner of Comfort Temp, uh, about two years ago probably. And we had to give uh, some type of direction on how to do certain things. And I remember I, I used to play college tennis, so I, I did a tutorial. It's a two-minute speech about how to hold a tennis racket based upon the type of spin yeah. you want to impart on the ball. Well, Eric's was the importance of changing the freaking filter. And we always think about, you know, changing the filter is like, you know, not a huge deal. But apparently changing the filter is a huge deal with ACs and making sure that you change it, you know, even just a simple filter for a residential um, air conditioning unit is a, it makes it actually, it will save you a lot of money. Oh yeah, and it makes it it's huge. a cleaner invo- environment. So, as part of your maintenance contracts, what do you do um, with you know in terms of comfort temps, um, uh, you know, scheduling? Like, do you go there every month, every six months, every year? So, my my main part is once a year is what I'm physically doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm there to help write the contract itself, and then I'm also there to kind of follow up with that customer on our one year anniversary. We're looking at. You know, hey, you have 14 pieces of equipment. These three pieces of equipment, we were here for them seven different times on different service calls. They appear to be, you know, problem pieces of equipment. Let's go ahead and figure out a CapEx, you know, capital expenditures for next year for your budget mm-hmm. on how much it's going to cost to properly repair and or replace this equipment. So my job is really much more on the plan, plan side mm-hmm. for these restaurants and for these facilities of how we can get ahead of failures. You know, hey... This is a thirty thousand dollar you know piece of equipment. Let's go ahead and start budgeting for that now, so it doesn't you know kill your budget next year. What if there's a business out there right now that has a different carrier that may want to switch to Comfort Temp? What's the you know what's their options if they already have equipment that's been installed? Is it worth giving you guys a call to check Absolutely. it out? Absolutely. I mean, could you guys maintain equipment that you didn't install? Absolutely. We we come in and do the maintenance for a lot of different companies, a lot of different carriers of equipment. Mm-hmm. We actually even get contracted by some other manufacturers and other companies that do large installs, but then don't maybe have the service 
guys or the service crews in that area to maintain it. So we actually come in and do that for them. Well, there you go. And what's the best way for listeners out there that may own a business to give you a call and have you check it out? 352-240-2643 is my personal cell. They can give me a shout anytime. Taylor at comforttemp.com. They can shoot me an email or just call the office and all the people in the office know if it's if it's commercial service, it's John and Taylor. There you go. Okay, well, you got you, so you got two of the main guys here. You can say that you listen to them on the Melvin Law and Friends show and and uh, they're going to be right out there to help you out. So I want to go into um, kind of this, uh, this side deal that you've been doing. I, 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 when I met you in Lake City at the Melvin Law uh, office, Lake City office yeah. opening, grand opening, uh, a couple weeks beautiful, ago. Beautiful office, by the way. Well, beautiful thank office. you. I appreciate it, Love Taylor. It. We're happy to be in Lake City. You know, it's a, it's a fun area, great people. Every, it's a small town atmosphere. Oh, yeah. So everyone knows everybody. And everyone treats each other with uh, a lot of respect. And we were very, very happy with the show. And we had a great band. We had um, you know, food and drinks and beverages. And, and a lot of our staff even came from Gainesville to go show up. And so out of our, now we have four offices. We have Fort Lauderdale, Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. So we're really happy that we get to give that Melvin Law service throughout the state, just like Comfort Temp. Oh, Y'all yeah. are, you know, Jacksonville, Tampa, Gainesville. Orlando. Basically Orlando. You guys yep. are, you know, nor- anything Central Florida and up, you all got. Absolutely. So, so uh, it's, it, we're, we're happy to be, be there. But uh, one of the things that we talked about was your involvement in volleyball. So yes. let's talk a little bit about, you know, how did you first get interested in volleyball? So I started playing volleyball about 12 and a half years ago, right out of high school. There's not really any high school volleyball around here for boys. No, and there's so, not. There's not. And so come right, right out of high school, had some friends that played actually at UF. Where um, did you go to high school? I went to GHS and uh-huh. Lofton. So I was, a, I was kind of a weird case back then in 2007, 2008. Lofton didn't have any sports teams. So I was yeah. actually allowed to take two academic classes a day at GHS uh, so that I could play in sports for them, but go to Lofton for my actual I was, I, You know, I was a GHS alum in 96, so I preceded you go. by about 10 years. A little bit. <laughs> so what did you, did you, I mean, you're a tall, you're a tall guy. Did you play basketball in, at GHS? Or no, I was a soccer player and a swimmer. Those okay. Were my, those were my go-tos. Well, that makes sense. What, what position did you play in soccer? <laughs> I was a goalie. Well, that, there you <laughs> take go. Take up the biggest space. Take, the, take up all the space. <laughs> How did you get into volleyball then? Because you're right, Gainesville doesn't really have uh, men's, boys volleyball their female volleyball is huge in Gainesville. Yes. They have clubs. They have a great, you know, uh, UF women's volleyball team yeah. has always been really good. But what about, you know, the men's? Because in some of the the uh, colleges, it's huge, like Stanford and yes. out west. Volleyball, like, Green- runs Greenville, everything. Greenville yeah. University has a great men's program as well. Ohio okay. State, Michigan State, Michigan. Um, so I started playing beach, actually, beach volleyball with just friends. And it was kind of a, you know, we were competitive, but we were just having fun. And that's when you have like two two people on the court, two, twos and fours. There's a lot of beach that happens with fours as well. So we gotcha. would play fours sometimes. You know, trying to get better. You know, get more into it so you get more ball control with fours. Mm-hmm. And uh, ten years ago, a friend of mine's daughter was playing rec volleyball at the city of Newberry, and she was like, "Hey, you currently coach swimming. You should come coach." volleyball and where were and you coaching swimming at i was time? coaching for the makos out of gainesville oh, i was cool. a junior, junior swim coach for them what was your before we get further into it what was your stroke of choice breaststroke was my go-to i did fly in free as well when i had to uh-huh uh, but breaststroke was my uh my main competition. you are you a caleb dressel guy or a ryan lochte guy who's who's, who's the better who's got the better record uh all time better record i think is uh i think dressel has a better record but in terms of who I look up to more and how they swim and how they train, I have to say Lochte. Wow. I just like his intensity. Both are he's incredible. Done, he's done a bunch of out-of-the-pool shenanigans <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with. But no, his, strictly in training, the man is uh His stamina is incredible, right? It's insane. I mean, that's, that's crazy that those two swimmers are two of the probably the, the best swimmers in UFC men's history. Absolutely. And they're both spent a lot of time in Gainesville. Yeah. So and Michael Phelps, of course, is there too. But out of the, I think those are the three main guys out of the past fifty oh, last years. Twenty years, yeah, Easily. at least, yeah. So you know that. Anyways, so you were in, you were teaching swimming at the Makos, and then you met um, a young lady who kind of got you into trying to help out yep. with volleyball. So they asked me to yeah. come start coaching uh, rec volleyball, and. 
one thing led to another. I ended up falling in love with it. I've been coaching now for 10 years, everything from varsity high school sports. I was a varsity head coach at St. Francis Catholic. I was the mm-hmm. JV head coach at Newberry High School during our state title run. And uh, For men's or for females? For females. Okay, so um, they still they, don't have men's volleyball yet. In, it's in approved Florida? in the state of Florida, but there's not a lot of counties that have allocated funding for it yet. Gotcha. Well, you know, you think they would do that at some point because Florida is such a beachy town, especially, you know, I in Fort Lauderdale, I remember going to the beach and there's a ton of volleyball courts where people, yeah. and it's mostly men that are playing volleyball oh, yeah. on the beach, you know. Well, and yeah. so women's beach volleyball has actually just got approved as a varsity high school sport. And that's actually like kind of where our organization has started jumping into what we're doing now. So girls high school beach volleyball is now an official FHSA high school sport. How many how many players are on the the, the beach? Uh, volleyball it to, so you have two actually on the court, but right. to to for like a meet, it's done sort of um, it's done sort of like swimming, where it's like you know individual games are then played, and it goes mm-hmm. towards a team score. Or it's uh, it's really similar to golf, actually. Yeah, you know, the way it's done. We have like individual. Yeah, but tennis. it goes to, to, yeah. towards the overall. So, and it depends on the size of the school. Depends on the size of the team. So, like a five A school has to be able to field five doubles teams. So ten players minimum. And then you have your alternates as well. Gotcha. Okay. Well, when we get back, I want to talk to you about Gainesville volleyball. I've been I'm looking at my notes here, and it looks like uh, you've been responsible for a ton of the growth of volleyball. Uh, and I want to know a little bit about how do we get people involved in supporting volleyball in Gainesville because, you know, anything that you can do to get someone, you know, out of the house these days is huge. Everybody's Absolutely. playing their video games or watching, you know, Netflix. And I remember growing up, I'm about 10 years older than you, but I didn't have a um, a phone until I was in college. <laughs> Right, yeah. I had, and so basically, I was out. I was outdoors every day, all day, just to get out of the house. Yep. And now it's a little bit different. So we're going to go on break in about ten seconds, and then when we come back after the break, I want you to tell um, the listeners out there how can they get their their kids involved uh, in uh, volleyball. And I don't know if there's adult volleyball leagues oh, either. Huge, huge adult well, market. Let's let's talk about that too. So we'll be back in about uh, a minute. Perfect. We are here at the University of Florida, where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator Penalty Shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster. Luckily, Mountain Law is the only official lawfare partner of the Florida Gator. If you have suffered an injury, do not worry, because Mountain Law is going to help you with your recovery. Mountain Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal. We still hear it, the sound of victory, the joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. And uh, this is Carrie Meldon, and we are back here at Meldon Law and Friends. We're with our uh, guest, Taylor Wright, who talked a little bit about uh, his occupation in the first half of the segment and, and his interest in volleyball. Now I want him to kind of uh, tell everybody how can they uh, play volleyball when, there's, when the season is. I know we got a question from Tabitha about whether volleyball season was in July or August. And uh, Taylor, you got all the answers. Why don't we start off, first of all, with uh, a little bit about, you know, your continued involvement in volleyball and how you got started. But where is it now and and what is your role in volleyball with regards to the uh, city of Gainesville? So currently what we have going on is we do have Gainesville Volleyball, which is a 501c3 organization. Mm -hmm. And we run everything from leagues to clinics to play days, tournaments, and hopefully in the near future, a facility. So... We've been going since uh, this is we're right around a, mu- a year and four months since we've been an official organization. Uh, we mainly run on grass just because there's not a lot of beach facilities around here to play at. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is the Southwest Courts of UF, but you you know you need to be affiliated with UF as a student uh, board member or something along those lines to play there. Right. So a lot of the community around here just kind of plays at apartment complexes mm-hmm. or there's one or two city courts that are playable, mm-hmm. but there's not really a facility to go play at. So 
we've been kind of working towards this dream of mine, which is to have a volleyball court facility, hopefully eventually with a, with a bar and a restaurant and a food shack. And our first step in, in, in that process and building is we're, we're partnering with the school board um, mm-hmm. on Diamond Sports Park. So yeah. they actually built four sand volleyball courts there 23 years ago when it was very first built. And that's out in Parker Road, yep, right? Yep, on Parker Road. Yeah, so the southwest part of Gainesville. Yep, yeah. and when you go in there, um, they actually built four beautiful lighted volleyball courts. How old do you have to be to play? Um, Taylor's all three ages. The, Taylor's three in the, <laughs> so the question from the Facebook is, how old do you have to be to play Gainesville volleyball. Let's talk about that. Actually, um, I, yeah. I'm going to let you finish your thought, yeah, and, I, and then i got a follow-up question. Yeah. But you're saying basically that uh, Parker Road, the Diamond Sports Parks, is one of the yep. areas that people can go. Um, well, we're, but, we're, we're working on the renovations of it. So we've signed with the school board a 10-year deal to go in and completely renovate that space at a cost of about $44,000 to Gainesville Volleyball. We're putting the money up to renovate the space, um, and then we will allow – um, the high schools to utilize that space as a practice and competition space. Great. And then we'll also utilize it to run events like leagues and tournaments and things like that for adults, juniors. We have kids as young as about eight or nine years old that come out and do some of our play days and clinics mm-hmm. all the way to, we have several people that are over the age of 65 that come out and play with us in the sand and grass. So the age, the age goes from all the way from toddlers, I shouldn't say toddlers, young children to, to, um, you know, seniors. Absolutely. Now, how about sexes, both male and females? Yep. So okay. we do a lot of um, co-ed mm-hmm. leagues. So that's, you know, guys and girls on the same team. We run a lot of tournaments that are, you know, men's, women's, where there's two different divisions for each. And then they'll also have co-ed divisions at those tournaments as well, so they can play together. And you said it's a 501c3, meaning it's a charitable organization. Yes, uh, where can people look? Uh, is there a website that the people yep. can look Gainesvillevolleyball. at? Gainesvillevolleyball.com. Okay. com. And if they go on there, can they see how to sign up uh, yep. for events and for leagues? So there's multiple tabs at the top. There's uh, the one tab of about. Is, uh, you click on it, there's actually an entire page about our Diamond Sports Project. People can learn more about what that facility is really going to do to their community and, and how we're involving the community in that project. There's an entire page for tournaments where it talks just about our tournaments, how they operate, when they are. Mm-hmm. We have an entire page about leagues and what leagues we run, when they run, how they're going to operate, and how people can sign up for them. Wonderful. Well, we got another question. Uh, what uh, days and times for Gainesville Volleyball? Is it a team or just for fun? So we do multiple different things. So we do have leagues where you can sign up just as an individual, and then we'll actually place you onto a team. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the main things and the reason that we started doing this is it's hard to get in. Volleyball is a hard sport to get into for a lot of people because it's hard to find other people that know how to play. Mm-hmm. And so we end up getting a lot of people that move here for jobs you know, with UF or they came here to UF, they played, they continue to live here mm-hmm. and maybe their friends all moved away. So now they don't have people to play with anymore. Right. And so we, we put on these leagues and these play days so that people can just sign up by themselves, show up That's and great. we end up matching them with other teams. We do have tournaments where if you do have, you know, four or five, you know, friends, you can sign up as a team. And those calendars are all on the website. Yep. Okay. This is all great information. How about if I've never played volleyball before, are there lessons uh, that you guys give and how do you learn about how to play volleyball? So we, we host um, play days, which are essentially just everyone just kind of just open play. But then we also do host some clinic days where we actually have three to four coaches that help with the University of Florida um, beach team, as well as myself coaching, you know, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I also last season um, actually played professionally. So wow. and played professional men's volleyball here in the U.S. And so we've gotten a couple of our, a couple of my teammates to also come out and, you know, help with those clinics and, those Incredible. clinics are everything from, again, you know, 10-year-olds all the way to 60-year-olds. Some, some that have been playing for a long time and just want to brush up on things. Mm-hmm. And some are people that have seen a volleyball on the shelf at Walmart one time and thought it looked cool. <laughs> and uh, they want to try and figure out how to play. So uh, it sounds like you've got some momentum. Uh, what are some of the things that the, P- the community can do to help support uh, Gainesville Volleyball? So... One thing is just help share our message about what we're trying to do. Um, and I know that sounds goofy and awkward, but a lot of people still don't even realize that there is volleyball in this town. And it's it's been a struggle for us to push and kind of really make people realize that we are here. 
Um, in this day, everyone thinks that, oh, since the, you know, Facebook and Instagram and everything, it's so easy to find everything. But the problem is, is there's actually so much over-information so that yeah. to really get information out there actually is almost harder than it yeah. was you know, five, six years ago. So it really is. Sh sharing our page and you know, sharing, you know, just, just liking our page and helping us you know, love the Gainesville community that we're here. Um, specifically helping with like the Diamond Project. Um, on our page, when you click about us, there's a, the Diamond Sports Project is on there. Mm -hmm. There's a Donate Now button. Even if, you know, that person themselves can't donate, you know, sharing that page was, is, would be a huge help. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people that we talk to, you know, oh, we can't, I can't really give you a check for 5000 Check for a dollar is uh is better than nothing. Is it better to go just to like Google Gainesville volleyball? Do you go to Facebook page? Is there anything that you guys? I mean, can you all of it? All so, of it, yeah. uh, Lauren Stefan is our. I, I tell I joke all the time and tell everybody she's our director of everything. Um, I might be the president, but Lauren's the director of everything, and she has done an incredible job of getting us. We're listed number one on Google right now. When you search Gainesville, the words yeah. Gainesville and volleyball together were the number one on Google. Uh, Google Maps were the first ones to come up. Facebook, Instagram, we're we're all over all of it. So and and it's all linked together. So if you find one, you can find everything. So so if you're someone like me who's never played volleyball and I want to go out there and I want to play, uh, if you're a novice or a beginner, you can go on to the website and figure out the right days for you to be able to get involved so you can yep. learn how to. We play. also have a um, a submission form on there that's just a you know hey who you are mm -hmm. and it has a lot of questions on there about you know have you played before what's your skill level what do you want what are you interested in you know leagues clinics uh tournaments mm -hmm. and anyone that fills it out we put them in the list and then anytime we have something come up that matches what you've asked for mm -hmm. you're going to get a direct email and we try not to over email people i know a lot of people are scared to put their email on things because they don't right. want 35 emails a week about every little thing. Right. So we really try to only email you about the things that you've asked about interest. That's great. That's great. I know we have a, um, a good volleyball player in our office, Abby, who you spoke yes. to before. Yes. And I she, played with her several times. So she's a, she's a pretty good volleyball she player is. from what I was told. Yeah. She is. <laughs> she, she's got some skills. I, I will say that volleyball is a scary sport, but it's uh, very, it takes a lot of athleticism and you know, you got to have, you know, good eye-hand coordination. You have to be able to jump. You have to be able to have flexibility because you have to get down pretty low. Yep. And uh, you have to be versatile, right? Because you you have to rotate to different positions. Yep. So it's kind of a um, a cool sport because it rewards people who have uh, you know very, a lot of different skill sets. Oh yeah. Especially in the the majority of what I play now is you know beach twos. Mm -hmm. So we're playing two people on the court. So you're responsible for every single every single thing. We got one question here. About a silver and gold membership is what I don't even know what the is there silver and gold memberships for our organization there is not I I have a feeling this might be for AVP okay so we are an AVP affiliate club meaning that when you play in our events um, you do have to sign up as an AVP member okay. and that's what that's what covers us for insurance but also what it does is it allows you to earn points so gotcha. you play in our events you earn points that you can then use on a national level so people actually travel. All over the country, including myself and Lauren. In fact, in two weeks, we're in Columbia, South Carolina. We're going to Texas after that awesome. uh, to play in these big tournaments and events. And so we are actually an affiliate for that. We could follow you on the website? Yeah. All right. Well, we've got about 30 seconds left of this week's show. Uh, why don't we let the viewers out there know a little bit, uh, one last time, how to contact uh, your organization so they can sign up and get in. Perfect. So GainesvilleVolleyball.com. We're Gainesville Volleyball on Facebook and Instagram. And Gainesville Volleyball Inc. at gmail.com is our fastest way to get a hold of me. All my social media handles are the Angry Volleyball Coach, and I got that from some of my kids as a joke. Uh, I'm very loud when I play, but I'm, Good. I'm never angry. You just, you're, you're energetic. I'm super energetic. I love it. I love it. Well, we had another great show. Taylor, thank you for coming today. We'll have to have Absolutely. you back. And uh, once again, uh, we'll sign off. Meldon Law and Friends, until next week.